Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. So, Carl has uh, sent an email uh, about an unearthly child uh, and the entire caveman fire plot. He thought it was educational. I disagree. I mean, it's meant to be, I think. I think it's meant to fit the remit of we're learning something. But other than Ian feeling the ground and going, mm, it's cold, we don't even really know that it's the Ice Age. <laughs> It's just a bunch of baristas having a UFC fight in a cave, really. Um, uh, but, yeah, Carl goes on and says, it's a shame Susan had the potential to be a strong, capable character, absorbing books overnight, comfortable walking home in the dark. Um, uh, and and then she doesn't really, that, that, that potential doesn't really pay off, which is weird because they kind of give that agency to Barbara, as the series goes on, like Barbara becomes the the more capable, the more independent character. Um, and Susan becomes the one that falls over and screams and cries all the time. Like, so it's, I wonder if that was um, <laughs> just a, like a behind the scenes fight. It's like, yeah, I'm not falling over anymore. Like you can make the kid do it. Because um, <laughs> it is weird. Like, because you don't really... Uh, have um yeah you know like susan is meant to be this mysterious character and then she becomes a weak ankled screaming machine and barbara who fall as we see falls over all the time in this as the series goes on is far more take charge like you the aztecs for instance like she kind of runs the whole show almost um but yeah uh carl says even the doctor showed uh, a glimpse of ruthlessness that maybe didn't fit the brief yeah there's i mean he's far more uh prickly in the pilot episode so this is the second this version of an unearthly child is the second pilot they filmed like say they shot it once and there were some notes like no maybe he's too um kind of aloof and nasty and so they toned it down a bit uh to make him at least vaguely likable 
just sort of an irascible grandpa as opposed to an out and out. Um, I know. Interesting that the very first episode, uh, he was uh, was worse, and yet no one. No one thought that this was a mistake at any point. Like they, someone said, "Let's make it again." Uh, tone the doctor down, make him not so um, brusque and nasty. Yet when it came to Colin Baker's first few episodes, they're like, "Yeah, let's do that." It's like, no, no, no. They decided that was a bad idea when the show was first made. Um, and same with Peter Capaldi. It's like, let's make him horrible, and like Clara could be frightened of him. It's like, yeah, that was a mistake that they made. <laughs> Back in 1963, and they toned him down because no one liked it. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting that that's a mistake they keep making. Uh, you know, it's just like, you know, the, the show is successful for a reason, and it's not because the doctor's mean. Um, uh, there is a great email from Paul, uh, which is going to go over about 400 episodes. Um, <laughs> he's watched all of them. Uh, and if you have thoughts and theories, I would love to hear from you. Uh, don't forget, you can message me at patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard. Um, and also Instagram, Twitter at Adam Richard or fabulous Adam Richard on Facebook, or you can join the Adam Ratchet. Adam Ratchet. <laughs> I'm Nurse Ratchet's cousin adam richard has a theory facebook group oh my god uh i've got a bit silly here in the pillow fort mainly because i'm recording this for the second time and i don't remember what i said last time and i'm worried that i'm i'm like am i repeating stories or did i do this in the last recording that's now stuck in the cloud spinning around in a circle um like there's something there in the cloud but i can't get at it uh anyway paul says Uh, an unearthly child. Pros. He's got pros and cons for it, which I love. Um, uh, one of the pros, eerie introduction, fog and all. I love the fog. The fog is great. Um, and it's meant to be fog. Uh, do you want to know something? Here's an interesting fact. They use a lot of fog in television now. And it's mainly because digital cameras are too powerful. Um, like, you know, when you take a photo with like your iPhone and your, or your Google phone or your Samsung phone, whatever phone you have, uh, you like, you can create like depth of field. There's like a button. It's like portrait mode that makes it all blurry. So it has to, it has to create its own fake depth of field, like the, like as a post processing thing, because digital cameras just like the sensors just pull in everything, like every last little detail, whether it's nearby or far away. Um, so what happens a lot in television uh, and probably in film as well is that they pump a lot of smoke in uh, to create a false depth of field. Like so the smoke makes the background blurry um, by being there. Like you don't see the smoke on television. You just see that the background looks blurry. So it creates uh, a depth of field so that, you know, it doesn't look flat. And because you use it a lot like with with digital cameras and there's when there's too much they say oh it's a bit soupy (laughs) when you can actually see the smoke it's like oh yeah no that's uh we've pumped a bit too much in and they call it are you ready for this atmos short for atmosphere um so it's like oh can we get more atmos in we need more atmos um too much atmos like that's what they're saying so when like this even it didn't even occur to me by the way and i work in tv but when the um 
when the Doctor and uh, Donna and Martha were facing off against the Sontarans in that two-parter um, in Series 4, uh, the Sontaran stratagem, and what was it, the other one, Poison Sky. Uh, so, the machine in the cars, which gives you directions, uh, which ended up killing people, the deadly um, satnav, that was called Atmos. And later on in the storyline, it was pumping out noxious gases to turn the world into a Sontaran breeding planet or whatever the point of that story was. Um, and it should have been obvi- obvious to me. Like, it's like, why is it called Atmos? Uh Unless later on it's going to start pumping out smoke like an Atmos machine in a TV show. Um, anyway, that is uh, <laughs> that's one of those things that you only know in hindsight, and you're like, oh, why didn't I know that at the time? I should have guessed that. Like it's called Atmos. That's what they call it. Anyway, this has been a uh, smoke machine chat. Um, <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so this is Paul's list of of pros. Uh, for an unearthly child. So the the fog, the eerie introduction, editing of Susan, uh, Susan's overactiveness into the conversation between Barbara and Ian was seamless. Well, you say editing, but I don't think it was edited. I think what might have happened is um, Carol Ann Ford was in a different studio. Well, the same studio, but like a bit further away on different cameras. And so while Ian and Barbara were in the car having their conversation, they're just switching between the scenes. So, cause the editing is on videotape is a nightmare. So it either has to be pre-filmed inserts that, um, got screened, you know, onto the videotape, like you shoot them with a different camera, basically. Um, or, or it was, it was just a different camera. Like it was a different part of the studio. So I think what was happening was like cameras were wheeling around. Carol Lampford's getting into a different position while they're having their chat and then they're showing the next bit. I'm presuming that's what happened, but I could be wrong. Um, I'm sure someone who has the paperwork, because people have this, like it's online. You can get it like, like in the, on the Blu-rays, there's like this repository of thousands and thousands and thousands of pages of paperwork to do with Doctor Who, like old annuals and Radio Times listings. And like, I don't have a Blu-ray disc thing in my computer. I don't even have a disc thing in my computer. Um but I'm sure someone does. And you can just like, they just load up the, the you know, the Blu-ray collections with all these bits of paper. But yeah, there's all this archival stuff from the BBC. Like it's got, you know, the floor plans of the studio. Like there's all this stuff that they kept. Like didn't keep the actual episodes, but they kept all of the documentation. <laughs> so I'm sure it's somewhere, whether or not this was vision mixing to another camera on the other side of the studio or if they did pre-film it and edit it in. But I know videotape editing is a messy business because they were, um, yeah, like if someone messed up a line, they would just go, just keep going. Um, If someone bumped into the furniture or the wall went wobbly, it's just like, just keep going. If it's, you know, the scene has to be like 80% ruined (laughs) before we edit it. And by editing it, what they would probably do is just remount the entire scene and start again from scratch. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.